0: Yes, yes, yes. You know all the greatest ministers in the world had a pianist behind them with sore fingers. <laughs> um, wow, you know, it's, it's, it's just such a good time. We're having a good time. I'm going to uh, 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 start off with a, uh, an invitation. An invitation Um, you know, it's interesting. One of the things about me, I I have a lot of things to say. Like, and at the same time, like, I'm not long-winded. Like, I would, I'm like Todd. Todd literally is taking a vacation right now in front of you. (laughs) Just wait until you come to Katie. (laughs) Switch. But, um. you know one of the things that you, you really learn to appreciate is the testimony so I'm just gonna go ahead and, and, and make a little bit of a, a, a cat call like not a cat call uh, 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 an altar call if you were hanging out with me over the past two days and you have a very very powerful uh, testimony that you'd like to share I want to open the stage to that, like uh, n- nothing mandatory, if no one comes, don't worry about it, I got you, all right, moving on, <laughs> moving on, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that's right, what is this, are like, they're still discovering their truth, <laughs> and we've been having a lot of fun ministering over the past couple days just doing some one-on-ones and 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 here's the thing guys uh body christ transition to the next level body christ transition to the next level that's where it's going next level next level and you know i've had the privilege of being on uh kind of like the, the, the the cutting edge of what some of that looks like by virtue of the fact that I said yes to a very difficult mission you know my mission I I said yes to help people that there were no solutions for you know when I sit down with people it's like well how did you learn how to help survivors and I say holy ghost I mean you know all of the materials that people are training with at least in the bride world you know I, I ended up writing I mean it's just you know but but there is in, in in that there has been an expansion of understanding in so many areas uh, that that has less to do with just trying to help people in need and and more to to bring about an actualization of what comes next for the body of Christ like it's almost like an unintentional stumbling into some extraordinary things and we're going to be talking about the entrance point to a lot of that tonight. The entrance point to a lot of that tonight. Because the children of God are going to stop navigating their callings, their encounters, and their purpose as as uh, 3D beings. When, When I say 3D beings, I mean beings that are just confined to the three-dimensional world that we navigate physically we are going to begin to engage with um knowledge wisdom and understanding from both sides of the veil simultaneously from both sides of the veil simultaneously and you guys have the privilege of watching a lot of supernatural ministry go forth in this house i mean it these guys—they're not parking. They're—they're the prophetic. They're going. They're builders. They're world shakers. And you know, it's to say like you're going to get Todd. You're going to get the supernatural. That—that's how it is, right? And—and and on our end, uh, one of the things that we have seen is uh, a, a, a very refined language that God has blessed us with to kind of explain how to get from A to B to C to D to E to F to G. You know. Um, In the old school ways, when I would go to meetings, you'd see people, and and it's like, okay, well, how do you manifest the supernatural? It's like, well, you got to get the anointing. It's like, well, what's the anointing? Holy Ghost. Okay, so you got the Holy Ghost. You got the anointing, and now there's a glory cloud, and people are falling over. Okay. But how did you do that? You know, so then you have the anointed people, and then you have everybody else watching, and it's like, you know and as like, how do you but is there like something more and, and and so we get you know instructions like well spend more time in prayer spend more time in worship and all of these are true statements but there is a developing language around uh process that we've landed on just trying to keep up with the fantastic difficulty of mapping the spiritual dynamics around bondage that is really opening things up for like everybody. And and, and so this language has helped us to articulate something um, that becomes a a, a a gate to the supernatural. And it's the conversation on the human spirit. So what I'm going to tell you is that every single person in this room can have an encounter process with Jesus that looks like John in the book of Revelation. Every single one of you in here can journey with God and have an encounter realm like John in the book of Revelation. That experience was not exclusive to him. It was not exclusive to him but because of religion we've thought it was. We've thought he's a lucky guy and we're Many of us are just like the odd man out. Not so. But how? How do you tap into what he was navigating? I mean, the book of Revelation is extraordinary. We talk angels and realms and different time frames. He's going through different timelines. Like, he's in the future. He's in the past. Like, how do you navigate on on that level with God? Have, Have experiences like that, encounters. And I will tell you... When we begin to understand the human spirit, its activation, its empowerment, its consciousness, and how we lean into that, we unlock something extraordinary. In the book of Revelation, chapter one, you find a massive key. It says, I was in the spirit. On the Lord's day and 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 as you begin to work your way into Revelation chapter one you realize that the next thing John is encountering is the resurrected Christ and then he's getting letters to the seven churches and then he's getting pulled up to heaven literally a door opens and he's getting sucked up right and 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 all of this stuff begins to transpire, but there is a key that we find right there at the beginning of the whole thing. It says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And when we understand the nature of the human in a state of salvation, we realize that our spirit has a container It's like a a holy of holies place where Holy Spirit dwells, in our spirit. But our spirit and the Holy Spirit are one and our spirit is part of the conversation. It's an individual signature, a uniqueness, uh, a, a unique person and entity before God that God loves. And so when John says he was in the spirit on the Lord's day, what he's saying is, my spirit man was up he's saying my spirit man was up and see the thing is when we begin to understand the key we begin to understand the language we meet our own human spirit and we begin to tap into this idea Like, wait a minute if he had a spirit that was up and my spirit can be up what does that unlock for me the very next thing that John has is an encounter with the resurrected Christ. And then he's navigating the heavenly realms. I will tell you, I know that every single person in this room can have an encounter realm with Jesus. It looks like John in the book of Revelation because it's been tested. The people that I have ministered to, trained, equipped, and activated, all have encounter realms that look like John in the book of Revelation. All you have to do is read their journal. You should see my journal. It's ridiculous. And um, I mean, and I'll tell you, in my journal, I have dialogues. I have recorded dialogues. I've I've written it down. I mean, with stuff that John didn't even do. Because I talk to planets and uh, 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 dimensions and realms and things Like, like, you know, it's not limited to angels and 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 the Godhead and the and and even you know the the cloud of witnesses like like it is it's a very Expansive encounter realm. I mean there was a long time where I was just getting all these down Shemaim heavens Just all of these downloads of dialogues just I I mean I could pull them up and read some of them to you it'd blow your mind So heavens was explaining to me the mysteries of himself. I mean it was like You know but it was it was actually really natural. You know how I did it? I was sitting at my desk, worshiping God, meditating, entering in with my spirit up. And it all opens up. It all opens up. You can't even read the Bible the same way when the spirit is up. I mean, things snap off and you begin to see things like, you, you couldn't see them before. Um, so So John was in the spirit on the Lord's day. The spirit man was up and as as john begins to shift into the conscious and i'm going to explain that to you in a minute because i'm using language consciousness of the spirit the next thing he knows the reality that is therefore the spirit of man is therefore the understanding of the soul as well and there begins to be this 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 bleed through you 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 know the bible says that jesus will never leave us or forsake us the real revelation is that he was probably standing there the whole time (laughs) but when the Spirit came up suddenly we noticed he's there he never leaves (laughs) so so we're opening up we're talking about opening up the encounter realm let me explain to you a few keys we'll we'll slow walk a little bit because I know that as I'm getting up here I see a lot of new faces not all of you were here in 2020 the last time I was here I mean you know so 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 we're gonna slow walk this and, and help you help you with it. And, and we're gonna do some encounter tonight. I mean, we're gonna do encounter, because it's easy. Oh, it's just, it's just a fun time. Get on the water slide, man. Oh, and and, and, and later on, we'll do some really cool stuff, especially when we get, because I think, you know, I, I think when we get to the, the conference, we're, we're, we're gonna open. I'm gonna give you guys a first look. I haven't even preached this stuff at Bride Ministries yet, but you you you, you guys are gonna get something you're gonna get the elements um, in in that weekend. It's gonna be identity and dealing with the elements of creation. It, it is gonna open some things up. You don't know the power that, and we're gonna test this as well. well. We'll we'll experiment with it. The power of inviting creation into worship encounter times. Oh oh oh! You will see. We'll, we'll, <laughs> but but. You got to start somewhere if the, if the spirit isn't up a lot of it goes right over the head because there's so many things I even tell people there's a lot of things that I teach that literally will not make sense to the oh oh thank you thank you thank you thank you yes sorry I'm not talking into the mic right thank you sorry uh, okay so um Yeah, no, no. I was holding the mic in this feminine, like it's just, 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 just ah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a better look. I get it. <sighs> it's the little things, right? You should have seen when I was in. When I was in. Uh, South Africa, these people every meeting I went to, we had like a 20 minute intermission in the middle of my message I mean like I was literally preaching the first one, they came up and they're like, hey they had one of my people do it, hey sitting in the front row and it was like the front row is like right here and I'm right like hey. I'm like yes <laughs> some people need to leave early I'm like don't they just leave? Who needs to leave? And then no one left because I was in the middle of a really good point. This is random, random. And then they stopped it and they gave us some awards and cookies and like <laughs> they're like, now you may continue. <laughs> Let me find my place. Anyway, um, we have a good time. So the point, right? Encounter realm. Uh, the spirit was up. I'm gonna to explain to you guys because some of you, what I'm, what I'm saying, maybe do, and some of you have to journey this, so it's like a mixed room, right? Some of you are like pros. Your spirit is up and sailing, zipping around, doing acrobatics in the sun. Oh, man. Here we go. So, here's where you landed. How many of you all know that God is three persons, one God? Yeah, that is like the most foundational truth in Christianity. God is three persons, one God, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, three persons, one God. The beautiful thing about that is the definition of person is one having their own mind what makes me a different person than you is that I have a mind and you have a mind therefore we are different people pretty clear so when we say that God is three persons one God what we realize is that each person in the Godhead has their own mind each person in the Godhead has their own mind so God can say things like in the book of Genesis, let us make man in our image. Let us go down and stop them from building this tower of Babel, us. In the book of Matthew, you see that Jesus is being baptized. The Holy Spirit is descending on him like a dove and the Father is speaking from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. In order for these kinds of phenomena to happen you have to realize that you have three people that are one one entity but three people and because the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit each have their own mind it is actually necessary for us to pursue relationship and deep intimacy with the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit this is one of the really interesting things this is a sidebar Some people, because of the trauma they've been through, really identify with Jesus. Like, I get him. He's my brother. He's my savior. He's my king. But they have a really big problem with God the Father. Because their father was judgmental, distant, cold. And so, when they think about a Father God, they think about a God who is judgmental, distant, cold, because that's the model so they gravitate to jesus some people have a really big problem with jesus because they've been abused in cults where cult members dress up like jesus and do bad things and so they grow up with trauma around that image and so it's easier for these people sometimes to identify with god the father but jesus is a challenge because that's the person who hurt me it's really interesting and 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 so God will meet us where we're at but when we look at the, the the bride the church of the last days that is raising being raised up to stand on equal footing with the king right mature you see A group of people that has a deep intimacy with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and impartations flowing through them representing all three persons of the Godhead. No filters because of trauma. Now I say that to say my next point which is really powerful. Did you know that your legitimacy is equally agreed upon by god the father god the son and god the holy spirit your identity in heaven and your legitimacy the very signature that qualifies you as a being that exists is is approved, affirmed, agreed upon by all three persons of the Godhead. Now, the next step is to realize that because God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, they all have their own mind. They can talk. They can have conversations. They can interact. John can go to heaven. He can see God the Father sitting on the throne and Jesus sitting at his right hand right the these kinds of situations as we look through the word of god we see the interactions and then we come back to man well what is man what is man we are created in the image of god the bible says in first thessalonians 5 17 23 may the god of all peace sanctify you completely i pray your whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our lord jesus christ so man is spirit soul and body we are a triune man that means three persons one human that's the idea it's it's really easy it's like just like god three persons one god we're three persons one human but this is the key when you understand that you are three persons and one human it opens up the encounter realm with the spirit because you have to accept this fundamental key the mind of the spirit and the mind of the soul are not the same in fact there is an intelligence that is associated with the physical body memory intelligence reaction understanding your body can literally tell you what to eat and not eat with balance with muscle testing, like the body has an intelligence. Many people say the gut is the second brain. I mean, it's, it's real. There is an intelligence that runs through the physical body. It has its own mind, will, emotions can be stored in the physical body. But the soul also has a mind, will, emotions and intellect, which is the mind most of us are more familiar with average human spends 90 to 95 percent of their existence in the soul consciousness now what is consciousness consciousness is i am i exist i feel right consciousness so so the body has a consciousness that is associated with its mind the soul has a consciousness that exists as well and its own mind and then the spirit So the spirit has a mind as well. And it has a consciousness, I am, I exist, I feel, that is absolutely independent of the soul. So you listening to me with your soul may be also listening with your spirit at the same time. Maybe not. And so when we understand this key, We begin to understand the dynamics required to open up the encounter realm through the revelation because I can't just sit in the mindset of my soul and believe that the radical encounter realm we're looking at in the book of John is just going to open up to me because I caught the anointing. In fact, a lot of people who have moved powerfully in the anointing simply Learned how to minister with their spirit man up and had no language for it Spirit man was up holy spirits in the spirit man spirit man's up and The realm of power opens up because the spirit is forward Um And so as we begin to look at this dynamic what we say is oh wow so So if my soul mind and my spirit mind are not the same, then how do I encounter the mind of the Spirit? You know, the Bible has this interesting verse. It says, The natural man does not comprehend the things of the Spirit. The natural man. I was taught that that meant that non-Christians don't understand the Spirit world as well as Christians do. I said, have you talked to some of these New Agers? Have you ever actually met a shaman? Like they totally understand the spirit world better than you do. These Baptists. I mean, we we is no 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 not even close. No, no. But the human spirit has a different perspective. You see, the spirit is not locked into a 3D perspective physically from the body. The spirit exists. And perceives the spirit world as a rule so the moment you begin to realize wait a minute I have a human spirit and that spirit is in the spirit world on the other side of the veil operating which is my humanity there what happens when you begin to gear shift into that mind is that you begin to at things from the other side of the veil very naturally just by leaning into what i call human design it's a cooperation with design it's actually not anything funny it's no funny business your spirit is you it's your humanity but it is not your soul you are three persons one human so for those of you that have never heard my encounter experience with my spirit, I find that it's very helpful to break the ice on, on this conversation because this is exactly how I experienced it. I went through a season where God was telling me all kinds of identity issue things. This is who you are in me. This is, this is what you're here to do. This is, and, and it was a like grandiose stuff, right? Change nations, move things in the spirit, do whatever. And and I was just like, okay, I don't believe it. I really struggle with some of these ideas. I think it's too big. I think it's too much. And if I shared this with anyone, they'd probably remind me of who I really am. Better not tell anybody. I don't even believe it. So so I was writing it down and dissociating from it. (laughs) <laughs> this is like write it down, right and and it's like I, I, I just had nowhere to land it you know why because my soul was religiously programmed my soul inherited its belief system from a religious spirit a reductionist gospel and a highly limited world view provided for me by Christianity's best. And so it was nowhere for some of this stuff to land. And then came the day when I realized that if I could talk to the spirit man of other people, I could probably talk to my own human spirit. And this, this came because I was working with survivors. I, and by, by survivors, I mean people that have been through satanic ritual abuse and really traumatic stuff that causes what's known as dissociative identity disorder. That means there's multiple personalities in the body because the soul fragments. And so I, I, I talk to different personalities all the time. Just different people come forward, talk to me, say, hey, no problem, how you doing? You know, you have a good time, get some healing, get some Jesus. Like, I, it, it doesn't phase uh, me. And it's not weird. Dissociation is a hidden epidemic. It causes. It's at the center of far more conversation than I am going to get into. But the truth is, I, I started meeting personalities to come forward and be like, "I am the spirit." And uh, I didn't understand that at first. I, I I really was confused. But then I finally caught on and said, "Maybe they're not lying." But if these people have a spirit that can come forward and just talk to me. Maybe maybe, maybe yeah, I do too. So I tested it out. I said, you know, you know, got by myself, turned on some music, and I said, Daniel Spirit, I invite you to come forward. Whew. And he did. And it was like, ah! Because he was big and I was small. And I, I I was like what is this and um, I felt quite intimidated actually um, and and he began to talk immediately as soon as he came forward he began to talk but instead of hearing him talk like from up here down it was coming up out of my like heart realm it was that's where the language was coming from it actually felt really good but it was like intimidating I was like what and um, He started making uh, declarations. Well, I am this, and I'm that, and I'm this. He, He was literally repeating all of these statements that I had been writing down in my prayer journal from God that I refused to own. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't receive it because it was too big for me. And I realized that the Spirit had characterized his understanding of his identity, by what the Lord said, but the soul had not. You know how that happens? Because we have different minds. My spirit has a mind. My soul has a mind. We did not agree. We did not agree. But, you know, my spirit was not going to back down to this petty little soul. And he just came forward. It's on, on cue and just went for it. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And that began a journey for me. That began a journey where I realized like, okay, no, this is a real thing. Like, like I, I have this other guy on the other side of the veil. And, and he's really in touch with heavenly things. And, and this isn't true for every human spirit that I meet right out the gate because some human spirits are very broken Some human spirits are are are, are, are in bondage. Some human spirits are locked up in regions of captivity. It's it's really um, a massive realm of ministry unto itself It's a massive realm of ministry unto itself and that's what we began to carve out and over the years we have carved out extensive understanding you know this is just like literally day one chapter one what i'm telling you now because it goes so far and so vast and there's so much but it starts with that understanding that the spirit has a mind the soul has a mind they are not the same and the spirit mind is characterized by the realities of the spirit world and so as i began to journey with my spirit i would invite them forward and i started asking questions i would get in conversations with my spirit i would say well what do you think about this what do you think about that i would talk to other people's human spirits as i started to realize like well this is a thing and you know it was interesting because i started to get a lot of heavenly knowledge a lot of heavenly knowledge and that began a process for me whereby my soul underwent a reprogramming because I had been programmed by religion to have a certain worldview this worldview included the limits on how people can engage with God the types of encounters you're allowed to have legitimately in the spirit world before you're disqualified the you know the um (laughs) the be-all end-all of anything that a manifesting Son of God can do right which is get your get out of jail free card and make it to the rapture I mean it is is some of this nonsense and and yet here I was now getting reprogrammed by information that's coming from a perspective on the other side of the veil now I've been getting reprogrammed for a long time so my the way I think is Very radically different, I understand, than the way that others think, sometimes. But there was a certain point, like, because it forces certain reconsiderations. The spirit world does not work the same way as the natural realm at all. One of the things you learn about the spirit world is that you are what you have. Now, 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 in the natural world, I could say, well, I, I have a star, it's a piece of it's a piece of paper I made, it's my star, I put it on the wall, that's a star over there, and, and I'm I'm over here, right? But in the spirit, I have a star, I am a star. I have a tree of righteousness, I am a tree. You have what you are. <laughs> it's it's really crazy. So then everything changes because now you don't have spatial distinctions. You just have qualifications by, you know, existence and consciousness. So I had to change my entire understanding. I I say, I had to open up a whole box. I call it realm thinking. I'm not going to get to that today, but it changes the way you think. It changes the way you respond to God. It changes the way you view yourself and it changes the way you step into encounter. So when, when you don't understand that you have a spirit, what happens is you do a lot of striving because you're like, I'm gonna just pray really hard and something will happen, right? And you're like in your soul, just like breaking a blood vessel in your face. And, 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 and if it doesn't work, you feel shame and guilt and condemnation. and Then you look at Daryl and Todd, and you're like, I'm so jealous. And, um, you know, when when we begin to, to understand this world, right, this realm of encounter, this key, we unlock a world in which it becomes realistic that we have in one generation an entire body of Christ all having encounters with God on the level of John in the book of Revelation at the same time. I've already seen it you know, you could you be normal too. Like you, you can live like that. Go to the store and have an oat milk latte and a friendly conversation about your neighbor's dog. Like it's not, it, it, it doesn't force you to be weird. That weird. Some people have thought, you know, the only way to get radical encounters on the level of Enoch and this and that is to become a monk and live on a hill and have no contact with any human, any person that would cause you to sin, which definitely throws out a wife and kids. So you gotta be a monk. And then you have to pray 23 hours a day, so you may not get any sleep, and maybe, just maybe, it'll open up for you like that. And it's like, uh, mm-mm. did you know? that God promotes on the basis of faithfulness to calling and mandate. And and, and calling and mandate will always include interaction with other people. Like we have to learn to love God and others. You you can't go to the moon all by yourself in in the body of Christ. You'll go to like level three and stop. God, God will just park you. And you can make up all kinds of stuff in your mind and try to say, oh, I'm just, but but really, God's like, no, 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 I'm a family man. (laughs) He really is. God's like, I'm a family man. You You got to learn how to be part of the family. You got to work in that realm. You got to get along with people. You got to learn how to love. That's the most important thing. Yeah. It's amazing. So, so, so we have all of these backwards ideas. I mean, how many of you have had the monk idea? Like, I really want to be really, really close to God, so I'm going to be a monk. It's like, that's not the, that's not the way. But, but the way is, when we learn to lean into the part of our design that naturally engages in that world, Everything shifts. I mean, it's just, it's, it's been, it, it, and it becomes natural. It becomes easy. I mean, um, like, we're, we're sitting over there in, in Munta having a coffee. Like, we're having breakfast. And I'm like, okay, are you guys ready to mat? So I walk to the bathroom. I come back. I'm like, I got three things. And two of them I got while I was at, in the urinal. Like, it's like, oh, yeah! Whoa, oh! Like, you know, and I, I mean, it's because... <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to excuse me i got whacked by uh jet lag last night like i was so tired i laid down at 10 30 i'm like i'm ready to go and as soon as i laid down i was like yeah I was like, this is not happening to me. And I, I, I didn't have any uh, sleep aids. Or no, I mean, it's just all natural. All natural tossing and turning until 3 a.m. And I wake up at 30. So, so if I, a little, you know, just excuse that. Now, um, he, he, when, when the Spirit is up, you he just he's like, he's, he's lean. Just the whole perspective changes. He's like, oh, I see that. I see that. I see that? I map that. Oh, mm, 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 mm. and then the nowhere kicks in, and it's like boom. It's like, oh yeah, that's deep. I'll tell you. There's a, there, you know, you, you want to know one of the things that you guys really deal with out here? I'll tell you. there, there, there there's, there are underground waterways that are highly defiled. In this nation that is a massive target for redemptive land work and I didn't know that I just, the next thing I know we're talking about pine gap and waterways I mean it's, anyway it's like you know there's there, 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 but, it, but it's just like it just hits because you just lean into the spirit and this the, the whole world opens up you know in fact, can I tell on myself? Sometimes, if I'm really tired, I will intentionally not lean in just because I don't wanna to have to take all those notes. Like, I like I'm gonna stay out here for this one just because like, oh, oh, I have to write it all down. Like, it's so much. But but I'm telling you guys, all right, I wanna encourage you. If you've been on the outs, you know, you've been journeying with God, you're like, man, man, you know, like, I just, feel so rejected by God. Like, I don't, I don't have encounter. I don't, I don't have these spectacular, angels don't talk to me. Like, this whole thing, it just, it doesn't land for me. It doesn't make sense. Your key is connecting with your spirit and beginning a process, a journey of leaning in. Beginning a process of leaning in it's how John did it and like I said like I said the truth is not everyone's spirit is up immediately so now we're gonna begin to lean in right we're gonna we're gonna do some encounter activities and and you guys will get some cool stuff and 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 we'll begin to deal with the atmosphere but but you know, you, we may go in and you're like, oh, oh, so here it is. I'm, I'm, I'm left out. It's not working for me. Nothing's clicking. Spirit's not engaging. I was right. God doesn't love me. No, friend. God loves you. But some of us need some work. Some of us, we actually need our spirits to be delivered, to be pulled Back from regions of captivity, we'll do an exercise to pull back some of your spirits after we go through the first round of uh, leaning in. Some of you will have your spirit come back right here, and then others you may not. There might be some more work that is necessary. Let me explain that, and then we're going to step in. Um, in the book of Judges, chapter 13, you find that, that Samson kills a thousand Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey. All right, so he has the jawbone. And, I mean, that is a blunt object. Has anybody in here ever fought, like, three men at the same time? Three. This guy. It's very impressive. Eleven. Wow. Self-defense lessons, uh, if anybody. So, so that's very impressive. Samson did a thousand. Isn't it hard to be friends with that guy? Like, oh, man, I just I just got this thing. And they're like, oh, my friend has a better one. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, Samson kills a thousand Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey. I mean, just whacks these guys down. Heaps upon heaps. That's what he says. Heaps upon heaps. I've killed a thousand men spirit of might all over him and then he is tired It's really interesting there's still a humanity aspect even when you see a lot of this supernatural stuff in the bible like humanity is always like there if you look hard enough jesus got wiped out tired exhausted at times i mean you know he 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 was god but when people like the woman of the issue of blood touched his garments he felt the virtue go out of him he knew I just had a deduction. You know, there's a humanity when you're human. It's just, it is what it is. And he cries out to God, and he's like, how are you going to let your servant die of thirst after this great victory? So God opens a, a spring of water, and then here's the punchline. He drinks from the water, and the Bible says, his spirit returned. It actually says his spirit returned to him. That means that the spirit left. So, in order to return, you must first leave. What some of us haven't realized is that because we've been through certain types of trauma, our spirit has left the building. And. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot that I, this, is, this opens up a whole other conversation, not going to go there right now. But, the, you know, the spirit left because of trauma in this case. And when the trauma was reconciled, the spirit returned. Well, some of us went through really traumatic things at a certain point in our lives. And from that point on, the spirit departed. It was not involved. And it was the soul carrying the mission all by itself soul body spirits off spirits captured abducted in a region of captivity locked down and it's just the soul in the body navigating and, and and sometimes until trauma and brokenness is resolved on certain issues the spirit can't come back that's that's one of the things we've learned on the front lines because i've ministered to thousands of people all over the world and a lot of them in one-on-one sessions you know the thing about a one-on-one session is you can't just lay hands walk away and say oh the lord has worked like when you're in one-on-one sessions and you pray something and you say did it change and that person looks back at you and says no you're stuck there's no way you can't pray over someone else and pretend like that didn't happen you just have to look at the problem and be like i'm gonna have to try something else and you have to keep cracking away at things until you figure out what's going on. And, 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 and so, being forced to do lots and lots of that one-on-one ministry, it, it forces, in my life, a certain level of accountability where it's just like, I am either landing on the right answers, or I'm going to keep trying, but I can't just run away from problems. Like, it, it, we have to figure this out. And we had a lot of people when we started getting into the spirit ministry really heavy. Like, spirit can engage. And when we pray this and we pray that, Spirit's still not engaging. We've had to learn, like, wow, there are some sometimes some fancy maneuvers that have to be made in order to bridge this gap for this person's case. So if the Spirit doesn't engage in the corporate setting, the good news is it just means you need some personal ministry, some one-on-one, direct, educated ministry to bridge the gap, resolve trauma if necessary, deal with some high-level stuff so that it can be engaged. So with that said, there's no shame, right? There's no shame. You don't walk out of here with your head between, your tail between your legs because, you know, it, it didn't land Tuesday night. With that said, let's lean in. Let's lean in. Father God, I thank you for the realm I thank you. This is a realm of encounter, isn't it? Now there are some human spirits that are very excited already because I've been talking about you and for a change your soul might just listen. Human spirits of those in this room, I bless you in the name of Jesus, and I honor you in the name of Jesus. And I am inviting you. To step forward and to be present at the surface human spirits I bless you to step forward and be present at the surface, and when you arrive, I invite you to tell your soul the first thing you want them to know. Now before we go any further, I asked by a show of hands, how many people did not experience your spirit engage just now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put up your hand, I promise you, you are not alone. So I'm going to pray for you, and uh, I'm going to use a certain prayer strategy, um, which I call the realm buster prayer, but it's very effective at uh, 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 dealing with some of the things that would cause the spirit to not engage, and so we're going to go after your spirits wherever they are, and pull them back. And then we're gonna continue to lean in. So, Father God, right now, I engage with my finder. And pull up the coordinates of the human spirits of those who did not experience their spirit engage I pull up the coordinates of locations in the earth off planet and in other dimensions in fact I speak that those coordinates are being shared to the front of the minds of those respective souls so they can see where we are going on behalf of their spirit. Right now, I engage with my Archie and overtake those coordinates with it. And I call it charged with the names of God: Yehovah, Yura, Yehovah, Rapha, Yehovah, Shema. Yahova Nisi, Yahova Sidkinu, Yahovah Mekadesh, Yahova Ra'ah, Yahova Shalom, Yahova Gibor, Yahova Elohim, Yahova Sabaoth, Yahova Isuz, Yahova Hosinu, Yahova Kail, Yahova Kana, Yahova Milkam, El Shaddai. El Elyon, El Olam, El Roy. Yeshua Hamakshi. I furthermore interface it with the seven spirits of God: the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge, and the. Fear of the Lord. I invite the living letters into my myarchy in order to vibrate in accordance with their resonant frequencies bringing heaven and earth into alignment. I establish my stars as power core, supercharging my archie through alignment and interface and superimpose my mountains, opening up trade routes into heavenly places in Christ Jesus, imposing the government and jurisdiction of Zion. I declare that every bomb, trip wire, and booby trap on those realms is disarmed. I declare that Jesus Christ is unlocking every gate, frequency, barrier, equation, cloaking device, force field, sacred geometry, defensive protocol, formula, apex of. Time or DNA matrix that would otherwise guard or protect the lockdown areas of these spirits. And I declare the word of the Lord, which says you came to open the prison doors to them which are bound. You came to break in pieces the gates of brass and cut into the bars of iron so I shatter the prisons in Jesus name I declare that wormholes are being opened all over where those coordinates are settled and I declare that human spirits are being escorted from their places of bondage and resistance back into present time at the surface of the bodies now. So, in the name of Jesus, I, uh, I, I, I uh, transact justice cases against those realms, and 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 I just I, I speak to those human spirits that are present in this room. You. I need you to remember this. I need you to remember this. You are light from light. For it is written, nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. You are fire. For it is written, the Spirit, Of man is the lamp of the Lord searching all the inward parts of his being Jesus Christ came to baptize in the Holy Spirit and in fire so I speak over you that your flame is being mingled with the fire of Jesus Christ You are breath, for it is written, the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. You are that breath. You are wind, for it is written, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of cannot tell where it comes from or where it goes so is everyone who is born of the spirit you are smoke for it is written there went up a smoke out of his nostrils fire out of his mouth devoured coals were kindled by it you are love for it is written that God is love and you were created By love, from love, and for love. You are water. For it is written, out of their bellies will flow forth rivers of living water. So I charge you with the strength and life of Jesus Christ. For it is written that we are strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man. And right now I speak over the human spirits in this room and command the immediate removal of every impaling object, spear, arrow, tracking device, chain, handcuff, blindfold, gagging device, and counterfeit garments. I speak that your injuries are being mended by the stripes of Jesus and the application of the healing balm of Gilead. Furthermore, I declare that you are washed in living water with soap of hyssop. Anointed with large quantities of oil of anointing being poured out over you. I open up a light, emanating the glory of God over you and speak the issuance of new garments of righteousness in your favorite colors. Now, human spirits. Again I ask, what do you want your soul to know now? spirits i also want to remind you that your nature and design is transdimensional you are not limited by time or space the laws of physical earth do not apply to you they do not define the limits of your capacity or ability you can bow the heavens you are raised up and seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus you are a citizen in heaven chosen from the foundation of the world you are divinely commissioned You're in statement, and your statement, in the army of God is by divine decree. You have angels on assignment with you. <laughs> in fact, angels, introduce yourselves if you have not ever had that opportunity before the realm is open. Human spirits you are not alone in fact you are more than enough you have incalculable resources in Christ Jesus you are made with wings and they are designed to be engaged so I command that every device rope or chain binding them is now unlocked and cut off by the power of the blood of Jesus. Expand your wings, spirits. For it is written, those that have earnest expectation of the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. So, human spirits, I call your angels, resources, realms, and thrones charged with the names of God. Yahovah Yura, Yehovah Rapha, Yahovah Shema. Yahova Nisi, Yahova Sidinu, Yahova Mekadesh, Yahova Ra, Yahova Shalom, Yahova Gabor, Yahova Elohim, Yahova Sabaoth, Yahova Isus, Yahova Hosinu kadosh israel adonai i need you to remember that you are part of a generation sent here for such a time as this you received your assignment at the throne of the father you were with god when he laid the foundations of the earth you pre-exist your assignment On this earth and as such you are resourced with ages of preparation for this moment in your service to the Most High God all of creation groans awaiting the manifestation of the sons of God because you are called to manifest to the creation as an agent of the redemptive agenda of heaven You are an ambassador of heaven and that extends on and off planet. The limits of the body and soul have no bearing on you. Therefore, you are invited to step into your full expression. So we open the door. Human spirits. What else do you want to point out to your soul? You know, for many of us, our place of genius, that realm where we tap into the the genius of what God put in each and every one of us individually, is actually the place where we tap into the Spirit. It's incredible. a show of hands how many of you experienced encounter during this evening coach.bradmovement.com okay friends Uh, I uh, I think I'm closing it out do you guys have anything Father God I thank you. I thank you for the reality that we can operate on both sides of the veil simultaneously. There are so many adventures waiting for us as your children. As we lean in, as we learn to partner, to engage, to to interact with our spirit, I bless those that are here with Affirmation, Lord God, uh, release and encouragement to engage with their human spirit. To bring the spirit into worship, into the study of your word, into the time of meditation, and beyond that into the whole assignment. We thank you, Lord God, for the empowerment that has gone out to human spirits tonight. Encouragement, strengthening. And we just speak over everybody. Peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Safe travels home, rest. We rebuke jet lag for all of my friends out there in Jesus' name. And they all said, Amen.